This is MP on the mic on Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. October 30th, Monday morning. Michael Phillips here. MP on the mic is the program. A sports equinox day. We have what have long been considered the four major pro sports in America. The NFL, Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NHL. All play tonight. All four sports in action tonight. Just the 29th time in history that has happened. So enjoy uh, enjoy the sports equinox tonight. World Series, of course, uh, rolls on with Game 3. The Diamondbacks and the Rangers knotted up. Monday night football is tonight. The Raiders and the Lions, as the Lions look to get to 6-2, and two, hold their own with the NFC's best. And tons of NBA and NHL. I'll note the Capitals on a three-game heater. Need to note that because we will not get to note that very often. So, it's 11:21. We are flying towards the NFL trade deadline, which is tomorrow at 4 o'clock, and it's decision time for the Washington Commanders. And, and I've maintained all along, there is zero reason for Ron Rivera to trade anybody, because when you trade players, you do it to get draft picks for the future, and Ron Rivera will not be making draft picks in the future. I don't think I'm breaking any news there. Ron Rivera is not incentivized to trade players he can win with this year for draft picks that he will not get to make. He will not be filling out those cards. Because if we know anything, and that's that doesn't even have to do with Ron the coach, who also isn't going to be here next year. That's more about Ron the GM. Because if there's anything we know about Josh Harris, it's that he wants a trained personnel man working and getting the the, the roster in, in in shape. He's not going to hire a coach and give him full control over personnel or final say over the roster. That's not his style. And so, we got to talk about what they're going to do here because they have two defensive ends, Chase Young and Montez Sweat, who would both theoretically have value on the trade market. Now, they would also have value to a future coach or a future personnel guy. Montez Sweat has been a steady producer for four years now, entering his fifth season. He's done everything they've asked of them of him. He is is not finishing. His sack numbers are not what you would hope for, but he's a steady producer, and it's no surprise the teams are reaching out about him. Chase Young is the opposite. When he's on, he's on fire, and he's been on fire this year. But on the whole, he has largely underachieved during his time in Washington, D.C. Now, this offseason, they wanted to sign Montez Sweat to a long-term deal, which would have been the writing on the wall for Chase Young. I think they still would have had him back this year on the franchise tag, or, or uh, on the, the fourth year of his rookie deal. But, uh, but the writing would have been on the wall. Instead, you get the ownership transition. They didn't make that decision. They didn't sign Montez Sweat. So now you got a situation where both of them come up this year. You've also got Cam Curl coming up this year. I don't think he's worthy of the franchise tag. We can go into that in another show, another time on another program. But I don't think he's a franchise tag guy. I do think he's a guy you want to re-sign. I think you want to make him a nice offer. I just don't think you want to hit him with the franchise tag. I don't think Ron's going to trade... Montez Sweater, Chase Young. If it's one of the two, you get the sense 
Chase is the one he'd want to deal just because of the freelancing, because from time to time he doesn't play inside of Jack Del Rio's defense. But I think he's the one who would get less on the trade market. I think you're looking at a third-round pick for him. You get in one year of Chase Young, and then you can give him the tag if you want to give him the tag, but that's not that's not enormously great from a, from a a future team perspective. That's You can overpay him if you want to overpay him and guarantee him hanging around, essentially. I think Montez is the guy you trade. I don't think they will because Ron's viewing everything through this lens of how do I set the team up for the future best? He wants to set this roster up to win a future Super Bowl, which he would view as his vindication at that point. I think the guy you need to be looking to trade over the next 28 hours, 28 hours, 35 minutes, is Jacoby Brissett. We saw, we've seen enough from Sam Howell to know you're riding with him the rest of the year and you're letting him develop the rest of the year. He did some great stuff yesterday, by the way. He did some fantastic stuff learning from the last time they played Philly, learning from the Giants game, and then absorbing those into the game plan and executing what was on the whole a very good game plan from Eric Bieniemy. We can talk about the lack of a run game later, but Sam Howell is moving in the right direction. You're going to let him start the rest of the year. If Sam Howell gets hurt in the next few weeks, it nothing matters. Not to be an overly fatalistic about this, if Sam Howell gets hurt, nothing matters. Throw Jake Fromm in there. Throw somebody else in there. Who cares at that point? You're not achieving your goals. Might even play you into a better draft position. Because the Sam Howell development story is what matters. Jacoby Brissett should be in demand right now. Cleveland's got a Deshaun Watson situation brewing. And by the way, they they very much see themselves as still in it. You've got, I mean, Minnesota, the Jets. You've got lots of teams that think if, if we add a quarterback, maybe we can push ourselves over the finish line here. The Jets are 4-3, and three, despite Zach Wilson being absolute hot garbage every single time he touches the football. Cleveland is 4-3, and three, despite Deshaun Watson being hurt and struggling. Tennessee, three and four, well coached, has Will Levis, Malik Willis. I I don't even know what they're doing there. Nobody knows what they're doing there. You got teams that that would theoretically want a quarterback. Now, I could also see not dealing him to Minnesota just because they could be the competition here for the the seventh spot, for the wild card spot. And, And Ron still wants that playoff spot as validation at the end of the year to be sure. But I'd be shopping him. I would be shopping Jacoby Brissett because I've seen enough from Sam Howell to say, okay, he's got nine more games, and Eric Bieniemy's got nine more games with him. I'm not mad at the progress they've made so far. They've been doing all right. They've been dialed in. And I think they're moving in a great direction. But if you can get anything of value for Jacoby Brissett on a one-year deal, I think you look into that. I think you make that move. That's the NFL trade deadline. When we come back, a little more on the Commanders. It's a Misery Monday. We stop the Tush Push Monday. Victory Monday for JMU. A moral Victory Monday for UVA. Overtime loss in Miami. We'll call that Moral Victory Monday. I'm not opposed to dishing those out on this show. And an Exhibition Victory Monday for the VCU men's basketball team. Lots to celebrate. Lots to talk about. We got another half hour with you. Then AWOD Radio takes over. It's MP on the mic. It's a Monday edition. You're listening to 910 The Fan. Now 105.1 FM.